Hey there, demons. It's Usty Girls. Happy Halloweener, and welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. <laughs> I'm S. And I'm D. And we are two goblins on the internet that have thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. Today, before we launch into our regularly scheduled programming, we'd like to say how y'all doing and pay a little bit of a tribute to a larger-than-life personality with so much sass, a small but mighty force to be reckoned with in the entertainment industry that brought a lot of joy to our hearts, especially during the course of the pandemic, during its Mm -hmm. peak. And that fella and distinguished thespian is (laughs) Leslie Jordan. So how y'all doing, Mr. Jordan? Yeah, we just wanted to dedicate our episode and our, our giggles and our joy to a wonderful person who was quite literally taken too early. Leslie was I, one of my favorite comedians, one of my favorite people, just always had a smile, always could make me giggle. So yeah. this one's for you, good sir. Hope that wherever you are now, whatever life holds for us after the end, is treating you with the joy and respect that you deserve. Yes, absolutely. And today we are recording on Halloween Eve, so one of our favorite times of the season, drowned out by the sense of pumpkin spice, crispy leaves, <laughs> uh, not knowing how to layer up your clothes and which ones to wear because it's still <laughs> such an in-between period of time in the year, at least where we live. It really is. It's like, is it going to be cold? Is it going to be hot? You know, it's... What what should I wear under my costume, over my costume, yada, yada, yada. The list goes on. Guess I'll die. <laughs> Guess I'll die. Yeah, and cook sous vide in all these layers like an onion. It It really reminds me of back in college, back in undergrad. We called it like the hot girl walk where... <laughs> <laughs> where you know the the college kids would go down to the local strip of bars and whatever because every college town has like the place the college kids goes to drink right and party yeah and you'd have everyone dressed up in their finest negligee that they decorated to be a halloween costume and it's or like just threw on and walked out the door <laughs> Right? They put on ears. They're a bunny, right? Get it? Anywho. It, or no, I'm, I'm a, a mouse. mouse. That's what it is. I'm a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> but so, and they would just walk around freezing all night because they don't have, it's literally, you're naked and it's still the Midwest and it's the end of October. It's cold. What are you doing? Okay. So... This is my cult, at least for the Halloween season. It's the opaque tights cult that are great for many reasons. Not only do they keep you somewhat warm, but they keep everything sucked in, (laughs) which is just an added benefit because some of these costumes tend to run short. I won't say that I haven't worn said costume. Yeah. So you need any reinforcement you can get. (laughs) Because I I don't know about the ladies, gents, and whoever else is wearing these things. I don't want my ass out. And then frostbite on your booty cheeks. It doesn't help that, like, literally every 
adult Halloween costume is for women is yeah, sexy. Women. Insert costume here. Like sexy nurse, sexy policeman. Shakespeare. I'm like, or I could just literally have my ass covered. Like, could we do that? I'd love that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, I hate how the, the bar is literally that. It's like skanky whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Really and is. I'm like, I see those costumes, especially like the first responders costumes, you know, for women. Uh-huh. And I said, that's not up to code. That's a violation. Get that person a ticket. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, it's it it sucks trying to go and shop for a Halloween costume. I never shopped for Halloween costumes as a kid. We never bought costumes. Literally 90% of my costumes age birth through 18 were what do we have around the house? Uh-huh. So when I was in grad school and was invited to a Halloween party, it was the first time I went out and bought a costume. And I bought a Huntress costume. And it still was like a tiny skirt. And like, here's your little bow and arrow. I'm like, what? The, what is the, this? The bow is for your titties, like from one nipple to the other. <laughs> just just string it around your middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or no, like do the whole uh, David thing, the fig leaf campaign, oh fig leaf, fig leaf, God. bow to hold it together, and a skirt. <laughs> no, see, that's why the I think that was my second year. I went and bought that. The first year, I just went and bought a onesie. <laughs> Fair enough. It was a cat onesie, and I'm like, one, I'm gonna be warm, and two, this is gonna cover my whole ass. Like, <laughs> how? What can go wrong? question though did oh. it have a poop shoot oh no oh it was that, it was well, 100% like a jumper if i had to go to the bathroom i had to strip down and yeah. like, hope that the door locked correctly <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been drunk in a bathroom and there's a mirror in front of the toilet so you just stand there admiring yourself as you're sitting on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> i mean no cuz i typically shut the door I mean, yeah, the door is shut, but the mirror's on the... You're talking like there's no stalls. Oh, no, like at a house party or whatever. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, I should have clarified. I'm like, yeah, shit with the door open in a public bathroom, for sure. In a trough. (laughs) I really was thinking, what do you mean? No, I... The... The... Two houses I've been to for house parties, thankfully their bathrooms were situated so that the toilet was on the same wall as the mirror. Uh-huh. The only time I've been in a bathroom where it was directly across is like at the bar when I got drunk. <laughs> and oh. now I shut the fucking stall door. <laughs> yeah, you I, I mean I will say if you want to become instant best friends, go to a women's bathroom in like a bar when you know, someone is tipsy or a little bit ex- more than that, beyond that point. And the camaraderie oh. in a woman's bathroom, there's nothing like it. The positivity, the love, the instant friendship. Absolutely. It is such a good, hashtag good vibes environment. Like, 1 a.m. I feel like is that perfect time frame in a women's restroom in a bar. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not 
to the point where you're so blitzed that you're puking yet. Yeah. But it's also late into the night that everyone has had at least two or three drinks. And it's just the number of times I've gone in a bathroom in a bar at around that time during my college days. And you just hear, no, you're too good for him. You can't. No, you need to delete the number. We're going to go out and find you a new man. Like, it's just real talk, though. Because they're probably right, whoever they're talking about. Yeah, gentlemen, they're probably right. Don't be angry. <laughs> but yeah, no, those are those are the best times. <laughs> it was the best of times, the worst of times in the year of our Lord. We don't need to say. <laughs> yeah. But tell me about all of your favorite costumes that you had growing up you know that were handmade but i i assume they're just such unique bits so i i know we talked a little bit before we started the show but my favorite costume as a kid was probably when i was a penguin adorable (laughs) and it was a handmade costume that my aunt had made i think Uh for either her daughter or another family member And when it was Halloween and we were, you know, I grew up in a a family that was in a very small town in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest. And so we weren't low class, I wouldn't say, but we also weren't quite middle class yet, you know? Yeah. Very blue collar, very, we just have to do everything at home kind of stuff. And so when it was Halloween and we were trying to figure out what I was going to wear, my aunt said, well, here you can have... Like, you can use the penguin costume. And it fit. And I uh-huh. it had a little hood with a beak or a oh. bill. And it was a onesie, basically, with little wings over my hands. I love that. And then it had little feet with elastics that you put over your shoes. So... And they're real. It's really cute. Like I'll have to try and find pictures when I that happened. But I think I was maybe, gosh, seven, eight. Like I was uh-huh. young, but I wasn't. Cause, but I, I still fit. You know, in a full costume. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. If you had like a little bow bow tie, I can't remember if I did or not. In all honesty. That, like, a little top hat and a bow tie would have just been, like, a cute little dancing penguin. Um, (laughs) Where were you when I was in fourth grade and a Christmas tree for a Christmas play that we were putting on for the holiday assembly? (laughs) We would have been such a dynamic duo, for real. Oh, my God. I love that. It was. Okay. So, this Christmas tree costume came in two parts. Uh So, the top, I, I hate to say it this way, but this is what it felt like. It was like an eco-friendly KKK (laughs) because the mask, it literally, so it was like a crop top with whole armholes, Uh right? And then the tension of your arms pulling these pieces down coupled with this like cone-headed styrofoam thing that rested (laughs) on your head. Yeah. And then the material stretched out over it. Oh, And then the second piece of this so it was kind of like these big oversized overalls things uh-huh. went underneath through the the that part, you know, with the hood and the little armholes. Uh-huh. And it had a hula hoop that the material was stretched over, making it look like this galactic space dress. 
it was quite a look. So, I mean, imagine all of that together. Xenon Princess Warrior Christmas Tree Edition. <laughs> yes, Xenu. <laughs> like Scientology. <laughs> I am the god of Scientology. Oh my god. That is... That's amazing. We didn't. We never did like Christmas plays. I don't remember. Uh-huh. But at least not in school. We did choir concerts. But I also grew up in a super religious town and in slightly religious household. So we always did, you know, the story of Jesus every Christmas. And like you had to dress up as. I think a couple years I was Mary because I was the only girl. <laughs> oh my god. But then other years, I was one of the wise men, you know, it's it's all mm-hmm. good. It's whatever. But yeah, no. Back to Halloween, though. What about you? What is one of your more <laughs> memorable costumes from childhood? Oh, my gosh. I think I there were many fun ones over the years, but definitely something that stands out and is such a pinnacle of my childhood was being the pink Power Ranger. Ooh. And it... I forget. It was like the animal one. It was the season where the pink ranger ended up sacrificing herself and they had to find another pink ranger. Oh. But she was my girl. I was like, I'm going to wear this in her honor. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was all about the pink Power Ranger life. I like it came with the mask and everything and the suit. And it was it was just so dope. I think I was like in third, second or third grade at the time. Yeah, I loved it. And I would just walk around with this mask. I love that. I can't. Yeah. Do you? Hold on. I have to look up what year Aladdin came out. I can't remember. Is it in the 90s? Like sometime in the late 90s? Okay. It came out in 92. Okay. So there was a year that everyone wanted to be a Disney princess. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened that year because clearly it was not 92. Because <laughs> I was like, I think five or six a or so. A powerful year. Yeah, but um, everyone was dressing up as Disney princesses, and it was supposed to be cold. And my mom said, we're not, again, we didn't buy our outfits. But the second part was, you're not dressing up in a tiny ass costume. Because we all know what Jasmine wore in Aladdin. Yeah. Basically a a halter top and flowy pants. And it was going to be, you know, in the freaking 40s that night she had a crown and a necklace don't forget about it my bad those warm your body so well right yes <laughs> and i want to say that was the year that i was the black cat mm-hmm. and to be a black cat i think i already had black sweatpants and actually they might have been black leggings because fun fact i didn't wear jeans until i was almost in middle school because i didn't like how they felt on my legs. So okay. I, I grew up in leggings and sweatpants and stretchy pants and all that fun stuff. So I think I had the black leggings. And so my mom bought a black sweatshirt. I had black gloves mm-hmm. and my tennis shoes. And so then I think they bought a pair of ears or they honestly, they might've made them because it's pretty easy to make cheap cutout ears. Yeah. And then just, you know, face paint. Uh, whiskers and a nose and that was what I went for Halloween and I was warm (laughs) yeah yeah uh never underestimate the power of a homemade costume because then it's you're making all the shots exactly oh I had a tail because I had a cat or I was a cat (laughs) obligatory tail I I was a panther one year I think this was sometime in college 
for mm-hmm. a cousin's Halloween birthday party. And like you, it was all stuff that I had. It was all black. I had these like pleather short shorts, pleather top, opaque tights, because of course I, I can't, I have to practice what I preach. And then <laughs> made these little felt panther ears. Mm-hmm. And the makeup too, you know. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it, w- it was cute to see, like, everyone dressed up as, like, a jungle animal or, you know, things like that. I love that. Did you ever do pictures on Halloween where you posed as your costume or whatever? Um, Probably, like, those hammy ones. Okay. Yeah. I I have a picture of the, the year I was a black cat, and I'm in a tree. Like, I had climbed up into the tree. <laughs> a commitment. So that my mom could take the picture, because I was a cat, you know? Yeah, solid. <laughs> and there was that, there's another picture I remember. I need to find it, because it's one of my favorite. As my mom was taking the picture, an actual black cat walked onto our yard. <laughs> oh! The, so, the, the stars aligned. Right? And so there's a picture of me crouched in the grass next to this actual black cat. <laughs> and you you know those crappy cameras from the 90s that are like... With the like... Yeah, like spin it to line it up and then take the picture so it's high contrast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such high contrast. A feral child found in the front yard with their feline companion <laughs> i see old habits die hard except now you have allergies <laughs> so to cats I do. I do unfortunately yeah nothing has changed <laughs> i'm still a feral child <laughs> with this cat companion i uh as it's been said before am a wild prairie child <laughs> a prairie child yeah at least it's not children of the corn like stephen king yeah no not no <laughs> Yeah, looking like you got a full bowl cut and a dress, one of those prairie dresses from Target that you can churn butter in. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though? I do, I do. <laughs> I'm, that's a uh, really uh, much more cost-effective Halloween idea. If you want to be a prairie lady, a colonial woman, then go to Target. Oh, my God. I have a question for you. Yes. How long did you trick-or-treat for like how what age did you stop trick-or-treating i guess freshman year of high school okay yeah because then after that it was more like haunted houses with friends or you know Mm. spooky movie nights game nights things like that or going to house parties for halloween gotcha okay yeah how about you i think i think it might have been sophomore year of high school Mm -hmm. but yeah freshman or sophomore and I, I want to say the last year I went trick or treating, I dressed up as a Red Hat Society lady. <laughs> Tell me all about it. <laughs> so me and my best friend at the time, we went as a pair, and she had borrowed a walker, <laughs> and we both raided our grandparents' closets and found like the stereotypical old lady dress. Right? Yeah. And then I had, I had this beanbag pillow that was like supposed to be a neck pillow. Yeah. And I just twisted it in the middle and set it in the top for old saggy (laughs) boobs. That is ingenuity. And I think the only thing that we both had to buy 
were the actual red hats, which we found at like our one of the local stores in town. <laughs> I and think that's so genius. <laughs> the best part of the whole night is we went to this one house and, you know, the ring the door, open the door, trick or treat. It was an actual member of the Red Hat Society. And she said, oh, my God, look at you two. And then yelled for her husband. I can't remember his name. Come look, we have new members. And like, it was the cutest thing. I hope she gave you all the candy. I, I don't remember much past that initial interaction, but it was just it's one of those like core memories that you hold forever because it was so cute. Yeah, like the pl- the stars never aligned in this way for me before. <laughs> Can you explain to the listeners what the Red Hat Society is? I don't know myself if it's just exclusive to the Midwest or if it's all over the U.S. Ooh, but let me... I have because to... to spot them out in the wild is a very exciting thing. Um, okay, so the Red Hat Society is a unique international play group for women that promote passion of fun, friendship, fitness, freedom to express ourselves in positive ways, and a dedication to the fulfillment of lifelong dreams game- gained all through the power of fun. I love that. Let me see. Upon joining, every member and queen is automatically included in our official worldwide chapter. And through our private members-only website, have access 24-7 to thousands of other members across the globe. I'm just Can saying. I ask you a serious question? Go for it. Well, two serious questions. One, do you think we're able to join? And two, is that a resume builder? Because uh. you know how you have various national honor societies and professional memberships? But that sounds like a really nice and... I. I mean, since it's open internationally, but still exclusive in a way for fun, fitness, and friendship. Right. I'm trying to see. It doesn't, like, it says join today as a member or a queen to connect online and in your neighborhood. And What's it's, the difference? To be a normal member, it's $30 a year. Mm-hmm. And you join chapter groups, attend official events, savings and offers. I don't know what that is. Private messaging, fight, blah, blah, blah. And then a queen membership is $49, and it says you get all of that, and then you get invited to exclusive queen events and meetups, and then you lead your local chapter group and host events. Okay. So that's the difference, I guess, is the queens do more. (laughs) (laughs) The queens are being queenly. Right? I'm just trying to figure out what... (laughs) is happening so yeah the the red hat society is is basically a group for women to join and it's oftentimes associated with elderly women it's kind of like a sisterhood so you can join and and gain friends you know as you get older as we get older unfortunately those of us who live longer lose more people and you you know your circles diminish and you need more community to fill those vacancies in your life. And I think it's a really good and healthy group that people can join and, and have that fellowship. Yeah, indeed. Oh my God. Sign up for a group language class with the international center for language studies. 
when you said fellowship, not going to lie, I was going to think of like one ring to rule them all, but one red hat <laughs> to get them together for fun, right. fitness, and friendship. And that's like, that's the, that's why they're called the Red Hat Society is they wear red hats when they get together. There's it, just these pictures. They're so cute. I love it. It's like very Kentucky Derby sized hats. Yes, they're they're very large. I remember mine was like faux um, straw, and it was like real big <laughs> and round. And then it had yeah. a pur- the purple ribbon, ribbon, and then the big purple feather. It was so y- you were a pimp. <laughs> you were not a red hat society member. You were a pimp. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's like the queen hat for the queen members. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, so, with the fe- feather. This is saying red hatters, those 50 and beyond wear purple clothing and red hats. Women not quite 50 wear lavender clothing and pink hats. (laughs) It's just so cute. I think that's awesome. (laughs) Can I tell you about two weird experiences I had speaking of older ladies? Yes. (laughs) Or uh, as a young child, so... I've, this was on two separate Halloweens, but I'm pretty sure they were back to back and oddly in the same neighborhood. <laughs> so one year, I got spanked in the butt with a broom by a lady dressed as a witch. Okay. Because she loved my costume and she was so excited. She did like this cackle <laughs> and then like spanked me <laughs> gently with her little witch broom. Okay. And then another year, I guess the lady was a deviled egg. Because she had the, like, egg and the egg yolk costume, you know, the egg white and the yolk, and then the little devil horns. And she was so excited that I could guess what she was, because yeah. I guess a, a, not a lot of people had done so that evening. And she's like, you get more candy. <laughs> Which I was pleased with, but <laughs> the the witch one being spanked with the broom, I'll never forget that. Oh, my goodness. That is, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I. The only thing missing was that I don't think she was a member of the Red Hat Society. So, yeah, those are those are real national treasures. You got to look for them. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you uh, my costume for this year that I'm really excited about? Go for it. So, as you know, I am a goth. I am a spooky child, or at least I. Yeah, I was into that stuff and. Really a big fan of horror movies, and those who watch a lot of them, you probably are familiar with the Conjuring series, the Nun series. Mm-hmm. So I was going to be the Nun, but I was going to be a gliding, like, phantom nun, because I got these light pink Heelys, so I could just be, like, a floating nun just cruising like a phantom, like a badass. I love that. Badass of holiness, yeah. <laughs> And that that can keep me warm because it's long. It's a full habit. <laughs> so are you going to be handing out candy or? Oh, no, plan? I'm going to oh, be okay. yeah, stunting on everybody. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's see, the plan. See, I'm just going to wear my t-shirt that says heathen season on it. <gasps> yes. And my Classic. witch hat. And just. That's all you need. Is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tis all one needs in life. Very simple. I, so fun story, actually, last year, 
we, uh, my husband's office had a Halloween party trunk or treat where, mm-hmm. you know, everyone brought their kids. And I think there was like a chili cook off too. It was a whole big event, right? And I wore my witch hat and I did my makeup all big, right? Like a, yeah, with the big eyeliner that, you know, the wings that could kill. <laughs> And I had a black dress. And so, you know, that was that I went as a witch, right? And his boss has at the time had three children. They have four now. Uh And their middle daughter was dressed as a princess. And she kept staring at me. Like, into my soul, staring at me. Yeah, children do that. And I finally bent down, and I said, you know, hi, how are you? I love your I love your princess costume, your dress. And she just put her arms out and was like, didn't say anything, but I knew she wanted to be picked up. And I was like, oh, okay. And so <laughs> I picked her up, and she just kept staring at me and just wouldn't say anything. And I kind of looked at their mom. And her, her mom was like, I, I, I have no idea what's happening. She normally doesn't like strangers. And I, so it was, I don't know if it was just my makeup. I don't know if it was the hat, the witch aesthetic, but this kid, she couldn't have been more than four and was yeah. just like, this woman is amazing. And just, it was like, <laughs> it was really heartwarming, but also really creepy when a child that young just openly stares at you and doesn't blink or say anything. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what it is, but especially with babies and young children, I notice they have a tendency to mean mug. <laughs> she and wasn't like, mean mugging, though. No, but like, I, I know this wasn't mean mugging, but did you ever see little kids and babies that are just standing there like... Oh, kids are assholes. Absolutely. Yeah. Our third co-host has something to say about that. She's on time today. She is. But she did fall asleep on my arm, though, so it's kind of numb. Oh. But yeah, no, kids, especially babies. Babies have no reason to be as sassy as they are, but they're just like, (laughs) fight me. I'm like, I can't, because then I'll go to jail, but I'll win. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. And like freakishly strong at times, like the grip from such a tiny hand, and you're like, what have you got to do? Where where have you been bulking up? What's your protein? I wonder if it's kind of, this is so off topic, but I wonder if it's kind of like how baby snakes can't control how much venom they inject into their prey. And so a bite from a baby snake is a thousand times more deadly <laughs> than a bite from an adult snake. And it's maybe just that kids, because like humans technically have the strength to bite off our own fingers right but we don't because our brain is like you you can't do that don't do that but babies brains are mush and so i wonder (laughs) if their strength is just like normal human strength but they don't know how to control it you know what that's a possibility uh it's kind of like older people's strength but with babies i mean they're just like endlessly fascinating little things they're so mushy and flexible. <laughs> I had a kid come up to me in the schools and was like, unsolicited in a kindergarten oh. classroom. I was like, you want to see what I could do? And then this kid jumped up in the air and then landed in a split. And then got up and just ran off. Ow. I n- No. Yeah. And also babies, like, you know how they're, 
the skull isn't fused together. So they got like that mush spot where it's fully their brain. Yeah. For like several months. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen x-rays? Here, you know, it's it's the eve of Halloween. You should look up a toddler's skull x-ray and look at the amount of teeth are in the skull. I'm going to regret it, but it's fine. You absolutely are. That is gross. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> so so for the listeners, since this is not a visual podcast, a, a toddler or who has all of their baby teeth, you know, we lose those teeth and our adult teeth come in. Well, the adult teeth have to form in the jaw to then come down through to push the baby teeth out. So x-rays then of toddler skulls are just two rows of teeth and it's awful. It's terrifying. It's awful looking. <laughs> I mean, parents who breastfeed will probably attest that their children are little sharks or piranhas anyway, but that <laughs> is just more confirmatory kind of evidence. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's... Heh. I do like okay. that that x-ray, though, they do with the babies where they put them in the tube and they got to put their arms up, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's adorable just to see this, like, nice little chunky baby in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. So, do you... Let, let's, let's bring it back. Yeah. Rain yeah. it back. Do you have any other favorite Halloween costumes from childhood that you need to let the world know? You know what? I... I did a fun one with my cousin one year. We went, she was fall and I was winter. Like the seasons? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And like, she had a crown of like different autumnal leaves and, you know, all this stuff. Very autumnal. Um, Yeah. Great word. But, uh, and then mine (laughs) was, I had these long fake lashes and they had, they, it's just like Tammy Faye Baker times five on the lashes because you know how she had those spider lashes so these things were like long and pointy and then curved Mm -hmm. up and in and had glitter on them like a white holographic glitter so it made you know like in very cold countries they when you go outside and you get the like little ice particles up on the eyelashes oh yeah yeah that's what it it was but more glam version of that so to speak (laughs) yeah and Paled out my skin and um, had, like, this blue toga-looking dress and the the crown of, like, ice and everything. It was, like, it was a pretty cool costume. That is so cool. I yeah. love how you were a season. I don't know. I just, I've never heard that before for a Halloween costume, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my cousin and I joked about it because I think we were in high school at the time. And she was, like, falling for you. And I was just a Aww. frigid bitch. <laughs> And for whatever reason, we found ourselves at a party with a bunch of late 20, early Mm 30-year-olds. And to have someone in full body bronzer, a man in full body bronzer and a tracksuit tell you that your endeavors post-high school are not going to amount to anything. And, you know, I'm just like, oh, my God, I hate all these people here. What is it with unsolicited comments to young women? I know. Just- yeah. It was like a 30-something-year-old dude in sparkly body bronzer 
Because he was dressed like, up like your Jersey life Shore. Went anywhere, sir? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, just hammered out of his mind telling like a 17, 18 year old, like, college isn't worth it, man. I mean, there's some merit to that, but there's that some merit to that, but to yeah, but he's tick. just, and then like, you know, kept on the interrogation, so to speak, of like, well, what do you want to do? And it's like, everything's trash. Like, no matter what you told this person, they were like, no. All I can think of is if you told him you wanted to be a professional hooker or something, maybe he would have been more up to the idea. Listen, if I wanted to secure the coin, yeah. <laughs> but um, that and I was Patrick Starr in the fishnets. I remember that. I yeah. remember you being that. Yeah, so that was delightful. I made the shorts, wore the like boots, had the big fishnets. Uh, full, it was like a morph suit but without the top it was like a morph suit, suit turtleneck type thing <laughs> i had the finger gloves so like everything was one i love that yeah a cone hat i was ready <laughs> ready to take on this world yeah ready to do a split and a uh, big goofy goober number <laughs> yeah and then one year i was almost uh Locke from Nightmare Before Christmas, so that's the little devil kid. I have oh, my tail, yeah. my horns that glow, like a red jumpsuit. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Ooh. Or maybe See, I'll... I... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Just to finish it up, maybe I'll kit bash it, so to speak, and then just like combine several of my costumes to form one ultimate costume, like Patrick Starr, Nun, on Heelys, <laughs> with a devil tail and... A vampire collar. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and a crayon hat. <laughs> no, my one of my friends on Facebook, she's got three kids, and they dressed up as the three kids from Nightmare Before Christmas. And they're like almost perfectly sized for it too. Oh my god, it was amazing. That oh my gosh, I love to see that. <laughs> like that's just making the best use of the kids you have. <laughs> Honestly, it's a very clever group right? costume, yeah. Like, hmm, three kids, what can I do? Oh, how about the three little demons? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, very pragmatic. We love a pragmatic queen. No, I, I also, like, as I got older, I couldn't care less for costumes, I feel, or at least the costumes that you buy at the store. Because they can be expensive. They are, one, so stupidly expensive, and two, they're shit. They don't hold up anyways. Right. And I mean, it's... I'm not expecting, like, full-on cosplay levels of, you know, intricate detail, but I'm also not wanting to pay $50 for cardboard. You know, like, there's... Yeah, yeah. There's gotta be a line, right? <laughs> but then let me ask you, what are some of your favorite costumes that you have that you haven't mentioned? What would you like to be in the upcoming years? Like, do you have some plans in mind? Ooh, I know. I, I'm like the worst person when it comes to planning a costume. I'm, I'm a hundred percent that person that would show up somewhere dressed like a normal individual and either one say I was a psychopath because they look like everyone, or two say I was an NPC and just like <laughs> I'm a human say, processor. We'll repeat the same five lines just all night. That's all I can say. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but uh, I think one of my other memorable ones from childhood, at least, was one year I went as a mummy. And it, it was full on 
toilet paper. I was wrapped in, I think, two rolls worth of toilet paper. And by the time that I was done trick-or-treating and got home, I was more than half unraveled. So it wasn't two-ply, extra strong. (laughs) It was not extra strong. (laughs) I think because my mom's like, if we're wasting toilet paper, I might as well get the cheap shit because fuck that. I'm not going to spend, you know... $16 $16 on the good shit and right. then just have you tear it off halfway through. Yeah, the type of toilet paper that tears up the meat that God gave you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember, I think that was one another one where I had like white tights or sweatpants and then a white long sleeve shirt yeah. so that, you know, I was, you, you couldn't see through it and if you did, it was, you know, supposed to match, but there's a there's a picture of me with my arms out, you know, in the stereotypical mummy sense. And one of my friends at the time, again, I want to say maybe this year I was eight. And she she was a cheerleader. <laughs> so there was Natural always this, this really big juxtaposition between me and what everyone else that was a girl was wearing. Yeah. Like, another year I went as basically a grim reaper we got one of those masks that um, yeah it's a hood and then the front is mesh so i could see out but no one could see your face yeah like a dementor kind of thing yeah and then i just had a big black cloak and that's what i went and then like other people would either be dressing as disney princesses or cheerleaders and there's nothing wrong with that but it was just literally every photo of me as a child in, you know, we did a, a parade. All the elementary school students would walk from the elementary school to the square. And so all the parents would take pictures. And it's just like, <laughs> there's, there's Dee in her fucking actual scary monster costume. And there's all the princesses behind her. Listen, I love that for many reasons. And that is very much serving the energy of, you know, that the it went viral it was a little girl in a ballet class and everyone dressed up like princesses and she went as a hot dog oh. <laughs> that's what that is there's that and then i think there was another one i saw recently and it's you can tell mom did her like costume and makeup yeah. cause she's like i don't know if she's dressed as the nun from the conjuring series or someone <gasps> for, the for, yes, the for the birthday for the birthday party <laughs> She's just sitting there in white face paint. Oh, it's with the cake and the scary nun thing on it. I fucking love it. I love it when people like actually dress their kids scary. I feel like that's a whole maybe other topic, but I don't know. I feel like Halloween has kind of lost its its spook, maybe. Yeah. Went from scary to, to sexy. Right? Like, I don't want to be a sexy vampire. I want to be a vampire that will actually kill you. Like, that's what I want. (laughs) Right, right. That'll just, like, mess you up. Like, (laughs) not like Tom Cruise in Interview with a Vampire, but very, like, 28 Days of Night. Right? I want to see more... You know what costumes scare the absolute shit out of me? Hmm. The ones from, like, the 70s and (laughs) early 80s. And it's because, it's because the kids would just dress normal. Like, this was a thing. They would just wear their normal school clothes and then wear the fucking creepiest mask they could find. Yeah. And most of those were $5 masks from Walmart. And they were terrifying. <laughs> yeah, the old-timey photos of Halloween are nothing to get excited about. 
my mom my mom is the oldest of three and the middle child is is a boy and so my uncle there's pictures of my uncle just dressed in like a normal long sleeve shirt and jeans and then wearing this fucking ghoul mask and holding a fake knife and like that's his costume <laughs> like no wonder Mood. where michael meyer came, comes from just in a jumpsuit and a mask that's it i i like it because the ma- the hair on the mask is always unkempt it looks like he's been electrocuted several times and what i appreciate <laughs> about those movies I, I mean, appreciate, don't appreciate it. Maybe have always found just amazing is that these people are just like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, running for their life. And here he is just like at a snail's pace with his like <laughs> knife ready to go and always catches them. I'm like, how, how though? See, that's, that's the difference of, um, of <laughs> just never giving up versus <laughs> trying too hard. You know what that is? That is the the final girl book club thing. Book. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. same vibes. <laughs> well, do you have any costumes that you wanted to talk about that you haven't gotten to yet? Um, I will say uh I was Wonder Woman one year and I was like so into that cuz the cousin who was fall, she went as Poison Ivy. Ooh. And it was a good year like when I was younger my family and extended family would get together for Halloween parties that we'd organize together. Mm-hmm. And like, they were just always such a baller time. And I remember that particular year we had so many great costumes, like a pageant queen debutante. <laughs> we had a soccer player with like an authentic, you know, professional uniform. We, one of my cousins, she went as Borat. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and she was in uh, cheer at the time, so she would, like, run and then just, like, do a split in the air. Oh, <laughs> so there's Borat, you know, this, <laughs> like, girl with a mustache drawn on and, like, eyebrows, you know, like, <laughs> caterpillars just <laughs> Rock Lee from Naruto style and then doing oh. splits in the air. <laughs> there was a lo- so many great costumes that year so i think that was like one of my fondest memories of halloween or the ones that were organized at my elementary school where you know you could win fun prizes and they or uh did up a classroom to look like a little haunted house and it's like touch these oh. eyeballs and they're grapes you know peeled grapes oh yeah i remember that where they had you know the brown paper bags and it's like yes mm-hmm. one of them held brains which is cooked spaghetti (laughs) and then the eyes were peeled grapes and then i think we had like the liver which was fuck if i know i don't remember shit anymore but i think one of them had jello in it at one point always brain jello yeah (laughs) yeah nothing i feel like nothing can really compare to those old elementary school class parties oh completely completely back when you could bring in anything like there was no restrictions on food Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot now that yes. we're talking about this. One of my slightly traumatizing Halloween debacles. So Get into it. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. Oh no. <laughs> and I was a Dalmatian. And so this cute. was a one-piece costume. Like, a onesie costume. Yeah. You and, and the onesies, we, I swear. <laughs> listen, cake. So, we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> We we walked around the elementary school and did our, you know, our little parade and we were back inside and it was hot that year. And I'm in a fucking full long sleeve pant onesie. Yeah. 
So I went to like unzip it a little bit at the top to just give myself some air, but the zipper had got stuck. (gasps) And so I pulled and whole ass unzipped the whole front of my, of my costume. And I'm in kindergarten, so I'm not wearing anything underneath it. Right. And we were sat alphabetically. And so at my table of four, it's me and three boys. Oh, no. (laughs) And, like, thankfully, we're all young and stupid. So, like, I'm just like, oh, thank God I can get some air. And my teacher just (laughs) runs over, like, oh, my God, we can't do that. Like, she just zips it up. I'm like, no, I'm hot. And she goes, that's okay. Like, we'll just zip it up halfway or whatever. But we can't just sit here half naked. We sure can. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't know, that memory just unlocked as we were talking about elementary school Halloween parties. I liked how I was talking about food allergies and stuff, and then you were like, did I tell you about the time I flashed everybody (laughs) as a child? (laughs) (coughs) Oh my god, yeah, no, that's... That's also just the joy of living in the Midwest at this time of year, you know? You don't know if it's gonna be 60 or 30 on Halloween, and... Trying to get a child to wear a jacket over their costume is just a battle I don't think most parents are willing to take on. It gets worse as you get older because then you're like, it's fine. I'm going to look cute. And then you're not cute because you're standing there in a huddle with your buddies shivering. (laughs) Turning blue. Right. Yeah. Getting uh, frostbitten. Getting the gangrene. Trying to go up to someone. Hi. Ew. Oh my god. Girl, if anyone did that to me, I would punch him in the throat. Hi. Just freezing, shaking, lips are blue. Like, ma'am, you need to get in your car and turn the heat on. Yeah, what is this Jack Nicholson and the Shining? No, thank you. <laughs> Not about that. Oh my god. But yeah, I... I love costumes on Halloween, and I, I ex- especially love when people get imaginative with them. Yeah, get spooky. Like, get rotten and rancid and creative. <laughs> There's a story that went viral online a couple years ago about a kid that showed up to people's houses at, like, 9, 9.30 at night. Uh-huh. You know, just past when there's, like, no trick-or-treaters now out and about. And they dress, they're dressed all in red. And they go, sorry, I'm late. I'm your period. Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you get all the candy. You get all the leftover candy at that point. I don't care if I have a bowl left. You get all of it. Right. Yeah. Take the bowl. Just take it all. (laughs) That is, that is most excellent. I love that. Like, I just, I want to see more of that, I guess, of, of kids having fun and not having to worry about what costume they're getting and just being like no we can make our costume or or just have at it you know it doesn't matter also a a parting word as we're wrapping up here i think don't turn anyone away from your door who's trick-or-treating i don't care if they're 18 i don't care if it's you know a kid who can't say trick-or-treat like if a kid is there if anyone's there knocking on your door and holds out their bag Just say happy Halloween and give them candy. Who fucking cares? 
Yeah, yeah. The only thing I don't like is when kids, like, you barely open the door a crack and automatically, like, a fist just comes flying through (laughs) the crack to just, like, get as much candy, like, in a claw (laughs) manner. I don't like that. I'm, like, half tempted to just, like, fight off a horde of zombies, it feels like, you know what I mean, when they're trying to close on the hands. (laughs) Right. I, I, yeah, I can get that. I just... I feel like every year there's always someone where it's like, there's an age limit. No, there's fucking not. No, there really isn't. (laughs) And I would rather have teenagers trick-or-treating than fucking egging houses. Like, Yeah, actually. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, just be safe. Have fun. Live a little. (laughs) Give me that candy. Right? It. Yeah. That's what I feel like I wanted to leave with is just, I know this is coming out after Halloween, so maybe just take this as advice for next year. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> right, right. Plain and simple. Um, no vandalism. Don't hurt people just because you think you have a mask and you, it just gives you liberty to do whatever. Yeah, no. That's, I feel like that's always one of our goals in our episodes is just don't do harm. Like, it's not that hard to not be mean or hateful or rude. Yeah, yeah. But it's also not hard to be a good person. Yeah. Yeah preach <laughs> it always ends preachy <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while it has we had to bring it back this is our this is our year of doing this so we had to bring out the mom voices again <laughs> yeah your internet goblin pseudo moms <laughs> like in the horror movies it's mom but it's not mom <laughs> i'm pretty sure you said that exact same joke last halloween oh for real <laughs> for well you know you said if if we have to bring it back then i repressed it in my memory and was like oh yeah here here's this again oh this little little morsel of wisdom oh my god well with with that being said thank you everyone for listening if you have enjoyed it thus far leave a like a rating subscribe bookmark shout us out into the universe send us to your friends Tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do. And until next week, stay alive, friends. Stay spooky. (laughs) 